Psalm 147, praise Yah. It is good to sing praises to our God. It is pleasant and fitting to praise him. Yahweh builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the broken in heart and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars and calls them all by their names. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. Yahweh upholds the humble. He brings the wicked down to the ground. Sing to Yahweh with thanksgiving. Sing praises on the harp to our God, who covers the sky with clouds, who prepares rain for the earth, who makes grass grow on the mountains. He provides food for the livestock and for the young ravens when they call. He doesn't delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of a man. Yahweh takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his loving kindness. Praise Yahweh, Jerusalem. Praise your God, Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. He makes peace within your borders. He fills you with the finest of the wheat. He sends out his commandment to the earth. His word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool and scatters frost like ashes. He hurls down his hail like pebbles. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He causes his wind to blow and the waters flow. He shows his word to Jacob, his statutes and his ordinances to Israel. He has not done this for any other nation. They don't know his ordinances. Praise Yah. Well, another hallelujah song. And this psalm is believed to be, by all the experts, and I think they're probably right, a psalm written at the time of Ezra and Nehemiah. We went through the history, and Ezra and Nehemiah were the two great leaders that came back after the exile, one to help build the wall of Jerusalem back up, and the other to help build the temple back up. And um, it is believed that this psalm is written at the time that that all happened. It may even have been written by one of them. Who knows? In verse 2 and 3, it says, Yahweh builds up Jerusalem and gathers the outcasts of Israel. That's verse 2. Verse 3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. It occurs to me that these two psalms are saying the same thing. Now, one says he builds up Jerusalem. The second one says he binds up the broken in heart. One sounds like it's talking about a city, and the other sounds like it's talking about people. But in the New Testament, we know that the, Jeru that the New Jerusalem is the people. So when it says that the Lord builds up Jerusalem and gathers it together, it's people. It's the church. It's the body of Christ. This is what the Lord is doing. He's taking a hold of people, healing their hearts, joining them in, building them up together. In verse 10, it says, He doesn't delight in the strength of a horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of a man. <laughs> or oh, I imagine in the legs of a woman either. And... Um, I thought, uh, you know, imagine, you know, the Lord is sitting there and you drive up in your fancy old Ferrari and you pull up in front of him and say, hey, look, check out my ride. The Lord is not impressed. <laughs> People are impressed by those things. People are imp impressed by the physical, the physique of the human body or the beauty of a woman or the way she does her hair, the makeup. People are impressed by, you know, how much money you have in the bank, how big you can build your business, things like this. The Lord isn't impressed. The very, very next verse tells us what he is impressed by. He says he takes pleasure in those who fear him. So what impresses the Lord isn't a Ferrari or a bank balance or anything like that. It's a heart of reverence towards him. He 
If you want to impress the Lord, that's what you do. Verse 13, he has strengthened the bars of your gates and blessed your children within, so he will protect and bless your family. Verse 14, he makes peace within your borders, fills you with the finest of the wheat. So wheat is provision, so not just any provision, but the best of provision. Verse 20, he has not done this for any other nation. Well, it's only for people of faith. It's only people who love the Lord. So we are a nation. Now you might say, oh, Australia's a nation, New Zealand's a nation. No, the body of Christ is a nation. In fact, it's the biggest nation on earth. Don't tell the Chinese. <laughs> there are more people in the kingdom of God than any country on the earth. This is the nation that this is talking about. Praise the Lord. Lord, you have done things for us that you have not done for any other group of people. And Lord, it's not, we're not proud about that. We're just grateful. But our prayer would be that these other people would come to know you, that they too would be added into your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen.